Hey, there you are. You're there, I'm here. <sighs> there was no episode yesterday, and I'll tell you why in just a minute. Let's give everybody a chance to, to show up if they're showing up. I got my coffee here. I got my robe. I don't really need anything else. It's the beauty of this show. And here we go. In three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Friday. It's November 27th, 2020. My name is Jeremy. And this is my first cup of coffee. So first off, yesterday, I was fully planning on doing a show. Until Wednesday night when I went to bed and forgot that I was planning on doing a show. I didn't set an alarm. And when I woke up, I went, oh yeah, I was going to do a show. But it was already too late. It was already like... Seven? No, I could have rushed and I could have done it. But I, I said, you know what? If there's one day a year that everybody's not going to watch and that they're going to be okay with me skipping it, it's today. So I did. And laid back down and relaxed. And that was kind of the theme of the day. A lot of food, a lot of relaxation, a little bit of alcohol. Good morning, Frank. And it was a really good day. It was what I needed. So if anybody out there was, was upset that a show didn't happen, uh, I apologize. But hopefully you can understand. It's one of the pressures about doing a show five days a week. You do a show five days a week. And, you know, I... I gave you all the options. You want me to upload something or whatever? And, and I said, you know, I, I want to do a live show for Friday. So right off the bat, um, the only thing Whistlekick is doing for Black Friday is we're, we've got 50% off our training programs. It's the only thing we can offer that we can <clears throat> excuse me, put a really good deal on. And if you are unfamiliar with the training programs, uh, prices slowly march up as we improve them, and that will continue forever. But you get lifetime access. So it's a one-time purchase. Feedback on the programs from people who have purchased them is overwhelmingly positive. Check them out. Whistlekick.com. Use the code BF50 for 50% off. Frank says, today is a great day in martial arts history. Do I know why? I don't think I know why. Maybe Frank will tell me. I got a bunch of stuff talk about on here from all of you. You gave me some good feedback, comments on Wednesday, and I appreciate it. Uh, but I think the first thing I want to say, something I would have said yesterday, is thank you. I am grateful. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for your support. I'm grateful that you show up and watch and hit the thumbs up button. I'm grateful for all of it. It's been a tough year. It's been a tough year for all of us. It's been a really tough year for Whistlecake. What's the thing that we we sell the most of, historically. Protective equipment. Oh yeah, nobody needs that right now. Ugh. So we're trying to find our way, just as everybody else is. And I refuse to give up. I don't quit. I won't quit. And we just keep plugging along. Hmm. So what happened yesterday? Let's talk about Thanksgiving. Cooked a bunch of food, hung out, watched some TV, 
made a disaster in the kitchen. Probably not too different from your Thanksgiving experience, except you might have had more people around. That's okay. Went for a walk. Mm. Frank says, after all the chaos this year, I honestly think the nation needed a quiet Thanksgiving at home. I think for a lot of us, we did. I think for a lot of us, um, it forced us to really think intently. And what we're grateful for. And that's, that's a practice that I've been working on a lot. You know, being very cognizant of what I'm grateful for. And as I run down that list, one of the things that keeps coming up is, is what Whistlekick gives back to me. The people that I've met, the purpose that it gives to my life, the education it brings me in the form of learning so much about so many things, whether it's martial arts or running a business. And I'm appreciative. If nobody watched, if nobody paid attention, I wouldn't get to learn all those things. I wouldn't have so many, nearly as many friends. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get up at quarter six and do this. Who knows what I would do? I don't know if I can work a real job. I've never worked a real job. Well, not, not quite, but I haven't worked a real job in 20 years. <laughs> so, there's a lot here, so I want to get into it. Uh, I want to start, Frank gave us some stuff from Thanksgiving that obviously I didn't read. And so let's start with, I'm going to pull one of these quotes here. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. John Fitzgerald Kennedy, a.k.a. JFK, a.k.a. President of the United States. Former president, of course, because he was assassinated. And I've talked about this, but this is a little bit more eloquent way of putting it. I'm going to read the Friday stuff, Frank. I just, I just wanted to read one of these. Um, words are easy. Words are inexpensive. They don't take time. Uh, they don't take much effort. And they don't have to be true. Many of the problems in our world today are because of the uh, economics of words, the, the inexpense. Actions require a lot more. Action, actions are far more honest. Actions are truer. They take more time. They're more genuine. So if you are grateful for someone, or something. Don't just say it, show them. And I hope that I show you. That is, that is my goal, is that you you all recognize that whistle kicks a two-way street. What does it require? It requires me giving you things of value and you giving, let's face it, at some point, money back. Some of you, sometimes. That, that's, that's how any business works. Right, I have to give you value, you have to give me money. Um, and I think that's why it's such a wonderful, that's why so many people um, 
kind of look at business as, as this real life video game because there's a score, there's a number, there's something objective you can point at and say, ah, this is proof. Is it the, the only determinant of success? No, of course not. But it's on the list, it's part of it. And the other stuff's really hard to measure. How do you measure the impact on someone's life? How do you measure bettering someone's life? You can't measure it. You, you can understand it, you can know it's there, you can hear anecdotes from them. But when you're talking about something broad, when you're talking about trying to change an industry or the whole world, it becomes really hard to to gauge success. Money, money gives you an opportunity to keep score. And if you keep score, you can know how you're doing. Are we doing better? Are we doing worse? And I'm gonna, I got a couple comments here from Wednesday. John says, you, Jeremy, mentioned that you will probably be eating fish for Thanksgiving. Yes, had a really nice piece of salmon. From what I understand, that is probably more likely to have been part of the original Thanksgiving meal than turkey. I would guess so. I, I would... That, that sounds vaguely familiar somehow. My, this tablet, maybe I buy a new tablet today, I don't know. This tablet, just this morning, has been incredibly sensitive. Maybe, maybe my fingers are more potent than they used to be. I look at something, it starts playing. And then on Wednesday, we talked a bit about lying and truth. And Richard says, lying sometimes is required to save a life or lives. And I would agree, yes, sometimes it is. I would counter, though, that I suspect a majority of those times, the situation that occurred that requires lying to save lives started out with lies. If we take a big, big step back, because it's an easier example, if we think about, you know, geopolitics, you know, just global stuff and some of the things that go on and espionage and whatever, you could make the argument, well, we have to do this to protect these people, okay? You tell me that there weren't lies going back years or decades or whatever that initiated all that. It's all a game of lies. And something I realized last night as I was contemplating over, you know what, it's still sitting here on the table, so I'm going to show you. Um, this actually came up in a recent martial arts radio episode that hasn't aired yet. Uh, this is a gin, Bar Hill gin, that has made seven miles from my house and was recently given a perfect score in some magazine. And I've had it in drinks, I've had other stuff from them, but I'm not a gin drinker. I said, I was at the store picking up some rum because uh, we, we have some absolutely wonderful distilleries here in Vermont. Anyway, uh, I picked up a small bottle of that not knowing if I was going to like it and it's amazing. It's one of, one of the most delicious things I've ever had. It's made from local honey. You know, they use local Vermont honey in their local Vermont gin and it's just a cool company. So, if you like gin, try to find it. Bar Hill, super tasty. Um, did I finish my thought on lying? Yeah, I just, oh, 
No, I didn't. If you think about, I, to me, there's a correlation between truth and progress, right? Uh, think about it from science. Science continues to make progress, continues to find the objective truths of the world, right? It, the, you could imagine that we know more than we did in the past, right? It's pretty easy to make that, that observation, that statement. So one could suggest that the more time goes on, the more we will learn scientifically, the more we will discover. I would also suggest that as a general rule, average citizens know more about what's going on in the world now than they did 500 years ago. Are there more things that we believe to be true that aren't true? Maybe. But just if you, if you were to make a list or somehow weigh the things that we know, we know more now. Thus, to me, there is progress. Truth, we continue to know more. Time continues to expose truth. There is a, a push towards more knowledge. Wikipedia, great example, right? So that gives me comfort in knowing that at some point, probably far beyond our lives, but at some point, we will get beyond the need to lie. I think that's there somewhere. I think somewhere down the line, hundreds, maybe thousands of years, human beings will give up on lying. We won't see the point. And maybe that's because we developed some crazy mind-reading technology, or maybe we get to a point where there's so much government surveillance on everybody, not just citizens, but the people running the government surveillance, that you can't get away with anything. And if you can't get away with anything, you might as well just be open. So that's my hope. And now for Friday stuff. Coffee's a little weak today. I didn't have quite as much ground up as I wanted. All right, the jokes for Fun Day Friday, because it is Friday. What kind of vegetable would you like tonight? Beats me. What happened when the turkey got into a fight? He got the stuffing knocked out of him. Why did they let the turkey join the band? Because he had the drumsticks. How can you send a turkey through the post office? Bird class mail. Good morning, Nathan. What sound does a space turkey make? Hubble, hubble, hubble. Why did the police arrest the turkey? They suspected foul play. What has legs and can't open doors? Blowing up my phone. What, ha what key has legs and can't open doors? There we go. A turkey. Friday. Oh. Today, Friday, November 27th, 2020, would have been Bruce Lee's 80th birthday. Mm. We got five quotes here from Frank. Bruce Lee. Mm. Closest I'll ever get is my interview with Shannon Lee, which, if you haven't checked that out, you can go back. What is that? About 100 episodes or so? Somewhere in the, the mid fours. Mid to late fours. 400s. It was great talking with her. We had a really good conversation. And 
I think she's doing a great job furthering her father's legacy. You know, giving so much to something that took her father's life, took her brother's life. And she wasn't old enough to know either of them terribly well when they passed. Well, she knew her brother. I'm sorry. She knew her brother when he passed because he was an adult. The two kids were quite young when he passed. And to be such a, a conscious steward of his legacy, I think is pretty great. Simplicity is the key to brilliance. You think about something being elegant. What is elegant? It's simple. The best martial arts combination sequences are simple. They get the job done without wasted effort, without excess. Doesn't mean necessarily that there isn't space for dramatic and flashy because what if the takeaway is not uh, applicability on the street but rather dramatics and it can go too far right like you still want to have some element of simplicity through everything what is the what's the core of it and I think you can look at any system you can look at any thing that we deem to be valuable and find something simple in it, something truly valuable. How many people spend how much money on coffee every day? Right? Coffee is simple. It's a bean, a berry, really. And we, we dry it and we cook it. And then we grind it up and put hot water on it. It's pretty simple but it's valuable for what it does because it does what it does really well. It tastes awesome and wakes you up. And I think no matter what you look at, you can find that simplicity. In martial arts, some people describe it as economy of motion. And I would, I would say that applies. If you've ever been in a, a sparring match and come out swinging, gone really, really intensely, burnt out in 20 seconds, and then your partner or, or opponent decided to crush you because they could, because you were exhausted. There's some proof. Simplicity. Economy. Emotion can be the enemy. If you give in to your emotion, you lose yourself. You must be at one with your emotion because the body always follows the mind. Rewatched Captain Marvel last night, and if you've never seen it, it's 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 good. Um, in the way that it was done, I would kind of place it in between um, the the humor of um, if you like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, it's not quite as funny, not quite as light-hearted. But similar. I mean, a little bit less. But in that movie, they call attention to that emotional piece quite a few times. 
the ability of the main character to control her emotions and how difficult that is and the consequences of that. There are rarely times where inability to understand, connect, and control your emotions is not incredibly valuable. There are times when you don't want to control your emotions. Uh, if you if you feel love or grief or sorrow, I mean, these are all things that you don't want to keep bottled up. better for the world is better for you to express those but that doesn't necessarily mean there's always a time let's say it's a great example let's say you get some great news at work some a friend celebrating some really positive thing in their lives and they've texted you it may not be appropriate for you to jump up and down and cheer and really celebrate in the way that you would if you were at home or with them. You gotta put it on hold. So controlling emotions doesn't mean stuffing them down. It means treating them as... It means delaying them. It means finding time and place to share them with yourself, with the world. It doesn't have to be with another person. So what about when you get into a fight? There's an episode that Andrew and I have coming where we're talking about fights as they relate to communication. That a fight is always going to result. Well, not always result. Um, poor communication will always precede a fight. And so what about the emotional component of a fight? You know, how often do people, when people fight, they're mad at each other. I don't know too many circumstances where people who aren't upset with each other, aren't angry, aren't whatever, going to engage. So if one of those people can retain control of their emotions, that fight doesn't need to happen. It can be avoided. And if you know my history, you know that I have said many times the only way to win a fight is to avoid it. There is no, there's no winner in a fight. You can lose less, but you still lose. Next. We do not become, we simply are. Not quite sure where he was going with this. My, my best guess, based on my understanding of his philosophy, is that the more energy you put into becoming, that's more, you're, you're, you're not living in the moment. You're delaying things. You're worried too much about what might be coming. And that means you're not devoting that energy to the right now, right here. And I, I can see, I can see the negative to that. I don't fully agree with it, 
but I don't disagree with it. Here's a good one. Learn the principle, abide by the principle, and dissolve the principle. In short, enter a mold without being caged in it. Obey the principle without being bound by it. Learn, master, and achieve. A principle is, is a guide, it's a parameter. It's something that we use to understand ourselves, our place in the world, or if we're talking about martial arts, you could think of it as rules and combinations. And as we understand them better and better, we no longer need them because we've learned what those can teach us. Uh, there's a quote that we put out over social media from me that it's always funny when I, it's always funny when I see my face and my words come out because I don't run the social media. You know, also, if I come up with a quote that I think has some merit, I'll, I'll throw it over to the social team and they've got a running list. Some of them are in uh, Martial Artist Handbook. Um, and how, do, how does that, how does my quote go? Um, it's something about learning, learning principles, letting principles guide your, your techniques. We learn techniques so that we can learn principle, the principles behind them. And then we use the principles behind them to determine our techniques. Um, Combinations give you an understanding of how the body works, how martial arts works, why you would use certain things in certain circumstances. But the better you get, you don't need those combinations anymore. You have a much more infinite way of putting things together because you don't need the parameters because you're not going to spend a ton of time throwing a reverse punch followed by a back kick because you're probably not going to be in a lot of circumstances where you're doing that, right? You could, you could pull that out in a moment if you needed to, but that's not what's going to define your martial arts. It's circular. It's a loop. And we got one more. Ever since I was a child, I've had this instinctive urge for expansion and growth. To me, the function and duty of a quality human being is the sincere and honest development of one's potential. Personal growth. Personal growth. It's all about personal growth. Our time on here is on earth. Our time alive is limited. The best thing we can do is grow. Why? Because it makes things better for the people who remain. The more we grow as, as individuals, the better we leave the world. So here we'll take it full circle. What did I say about truth and progress, honesty, light at the beginning of the episode? It, it progresses over time. It is, it is a, a spectrum and we are moving in the right direction on it. The more we work on ourselves, the better we become, the more we assist that process. Not just for truth, but for everything. The better a person you are when you die, 
the better the world is for the next person. I don't know how else to say it. And as martial artists, we are in a unique position to truly help the world. Personal growth, self-defense, health. We check more boxes with what we do than any other activity. You cannot show me anything else that gives you all three. I hope you remember that. I hope you're grateful for that and that you found martial arts. However you found martial arts, you are a better person because of it. The world is better because of you becoming a better person. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for watching or listening. Uh, I learned yesterday, unfortunately, the first couple of Jeremy.com website is down. I will fix that. Probably not today uh, because of the fact that it's been down, my guess, for about a month maybe two. It probably got hit at the same time as the martial arts radio website, but nobody told me. Uh, and none of the things I have indicated to me it was down, which is really frustrating. Um, the fact that, that that happened and I didn't know about it tells me nobody's going to it. <laughs> so we'll get it fixed back up, but um, it's not a priority. I may even just take it down. Thanks for watching. I'll see you back here on Monday. Leave me something to talk about. And go check out the programs at whistlekick.com. BF50. Use the code BF50. Thanks, everybody. Peace.